Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get after us on Twitter. It's brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. This is one of my favorite days of the year, Doran Dickerson. It's the day after NFL Awards. It's the Friday before the Super Bowl. Things are probably going to get loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. In fact, 100.7 Star, Bubba and Mel, they've got their pizza contest. So best pizza in Pittsburgh contest, where I think there's 53 pizza shops drop, dropping off their best pies. So they'll be bringing them into you to judge yes. all morning long. Yes. So we'll have some fun with that. Can't wait. But we're going to start off, we'll get to a really good thing that happened last night. An amazing thing that happened last night in a moment. But the ultimate disrespect, I think, for T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt tweeted... Nothing I'm not used to. An hour before the NFL awards were handed out, and Miles Garrett was named the 2023 Defensive Player of the Year. I believe in analytics, Doran. I believe they're a useful tool. I think that the people who used those analytics to name Miles Garrett the Defensive Player of the Year winner over TJ Watt are tools. Stats have to matter. Stats reflect the ultimate impact. Those legitimate counting stats are counting stats for a reason because they are important. And T.J. Watt wiped the floor with Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's a hell of a player. Miles Garrett's going to be a Hall of Famer. Miles Garrett, in any other year, may have deserved this award. He did not deserve it this year. Just real quick, Dorn, if you don't mind. T.J. Watt had five more sacks than him. Five! That's five drive killers. That's not an insignificant number. More tackles for loss. 26 more tackles. Six more quarterback hits. Five more passes defensed. And he had an interception that changed a game. That Los Angeles Rams game. That team turned out pretty good, the Rams. Mm -hmm. The Steelers don't win that game without that interception. That's... A play there that you're never going to see Miles Garrett make because they're just playing the position differently. TJ, without question, got snubbed last night, Doran. Without question. And it burns me up. I don't usually get all that jacked up about awards. Right. Like, we know who's good. This one felt like the ultimate snub. Now, three times he's led the league in sacks, and he's got one defensive player of the year award to show for it. That's criminal because we saw players were named to the Hall of Fame yesterday. These things matter when you're up for Hall of Fame contention. TJ's going to get in, but he deserves to be mentioned, I think, among the all-time greats. 
And if you have multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards, like his brother, you do get mentioned among the all-time greats. So for him to miss out on this one absolutely burns me up. I, I get that people are into analytics and stats, and I pay attention to them, and especially in situations like this, but I'm a use-my-eyes guy. and not, I mean, rightfully so, right? Because yeah. I'm a former player. Whenever I use my eyes, and and I'm also, how how impactful are you to your team compared to your peers of your position? And when I watched this, watched football this year, and I watched Miles Garrett, like you said, fantastic football player, and I watched T.J. Watt, it was there was no doubt in my mind that T.J. Watt was the most impactful player to his position for his football team, whether he was playing, and it also showed whenever he didn't play. It's hard for me to sit here and see the facts and see the stats that T.J. Watt has better numbers than Miles Garrett. But it also is hard for me to sit here and say how he is. You're going to try to tell me that he is not more impactful to his team than Miles Garrett. Like that might be closer than the stats. I get that. But whenever I put the tape on and I watch TJ Watt, he's the most impactful defensive player in the NFL. I think he's the most impactful non quarterback in the NFL. Yes. Miles Garrett's a great player, dynamic, you know, hard to block. You can move him around, do all kinds of different things. But. T.J. Watt is impactful. Mm-hmm. Whenever he does something, it matters. How it many counts. times do you see tackle, tight end, running back? Boom, 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 quarterback, strip, sack, fumble, <laughs> covering. Yep. The forced fumbles, the interception, the sacks, those things change games. Pressure is important, no doubt about that. But consistent pressure rate matters not so much to me as much as the plays that define games. Define games. I will never forget the Super Bowl. Tom Brady loses to Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles. Brandon Graham, right, with mm-hmm. the strip sack at the end of the game. It wasn't, oh, oh he pressured Tom Brady. Oh, he, he got Tom Brady off his feet and he, he skipped a pass. No, no, no. He took the ball away. Right. That wins games. That wins games. James Harrison's interception in Super Bowl 43. Wins a game. Lamar Woodley sacking Kurt Warner, forcing a fumble on the final defensive play of the game. Wins the game. You take the ball away, that wins the game. You get the quarterback's ass on the ground, that wins games. Here's what stuck out to me, because you talk about impact. The NFL network was tweeting out basically justifications for every player who won the award and the bona fides last night. Their tweet for Miles Garrett, this, this got me. Garrett is the third player since 2008 to have 14-plus sacks while playing for the number one total defense. Nick Bosa did it in 2022. James Harrison did it in 2008. James Harrison won the Defensive Player of the Year award uh, in that year, obviously. I'm so sick of hearing about how wonderful that Browns defense is and was when they got lit up in the playoffs— And they were 13th in the league in points against. Mm -hmm. The Steelers were 6th. Again, we talk about the stats that do and don't matter. Why do I give a crap about how many yards the Browns gave up? Why does that matter? Oh, nobody moved the ball on the Browns. Meanwhile, I think they gave up like 70 yards in a game to Arizona when Arizona had some guy who no one's ever going to remember playing quarterback that totally skewed that statistic. He was the best player on a defense that led the league in yards against. Okay, T.J. Watt was the best player on a defense 
that was sixth in the league in points against, which was seven slots higher than the Browns in points against. I, I don't think there's a justification here. I just don't, I don't think that an argument can be made in good faith how you could possibly say, and he got more votes. For whatever reason, I can't tell you that he was a better player than T.J. Watt. And again, these things don't usually burn me up. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the reason why I think it burns a lot of people up is because you can see the the writing on the wall, if you will, weeks and weeks and maybe even months ago. Great you call. knew that this was going to go down. Like you knew that that Miles Garrett was going to get this award. I mean, what with even five, six games left in the season. That's why Watt didn't show up last. Yeah, absolutely, night. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. I don't, don't blame, blame him, him either. You know, there are people in this world that might be entitled, and that's always something that's kind of burned me up. you got to work for what you get, right? T.J. Watt ain't entitled. T.J. Watt was deserving. There's a difference. He was deserving, and he's been deserving before. Uh, Who was the cornerback? Stephon Gilmore, who won the award for the New England Patriots. He had a great season. T.J. Watt was better than him that year, too. He should have at least two, if not three, defensive player of the war, uh, year awards on his shelf that cement him as a Hall of Famer and as an all-time great. And he's been screwed not once but twice. I wouldn't show up either. Nope. I saw Cleveland people. He's not a role model. Miles Garrett's a role, role model? <laughs> right. Like, Miles I mean, Garrett beating people with helmets? I just I just can't really I, I don't I don't know what the actual, you know, final gavel was is like, okay, like we're going to give it to Miles Garrett. Like I can't I can't find anything. Well, I've heard people say it's a career achievement award. What T- does that mean? It shouldn't mean anything. TJ Watt deserves another one too because <laughs> right. he's been snubbed. So why doesn't he get another career achievement award? I hope at some point down the road he gets one. But but the unfortunate part of that is that even hurts me to say because then it does come away from somebody who is deserving. You just you got to give it to the most deserving player, and there was a lot I think, man, of echo chamber group think that went into this, like week after week. To your point, oh, Miles Garrett's the best. Miles yeah. Garrett's the best. Miles Garrett's the best. You said it enough that that enough people with sway with votes believed it, right? But it wasn't the case. It was never the case. He went the final six games without a sack, without a sack. Their defense was woeful on the road. And I know T.J. Watt's stats have differed from road versus home. And I've pointed that out in the past. I think that's probably the case with a lot of pass rushers, the get-off and the crowd noise mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But their defense was dreadful on the road. Those games count just as much. It it bothers me. Does it bother Steelers fans just as much? 412-928-9370. I think it didn't hurt as much with Gilmore because as much as the Patriots are hated, I don't think Gilmore obviously was. Miles Garrett is hated in this town for obvious reasons, and the Browns are hated in this town for obvious reasons. Does it burn you up, Pittsburgh? 412-928-9370. The fan text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. The fan morning show is also brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. We'll take your calls and texts on that coming up. But something really good did come away from yesterday. And we'll talk about that because you want to talk about deserving. This guy won an award and is absolutely deserving. All our promotions staff are here right now, Doran, getting ready for the great pizza competition. And I got to thinking when I was walking down the hallway, it's a blind taste test for you. It's a colorblind taste test. It is. A colorblind blind taste test. Correct. 
I can't wait for this. Mm-hmm. And you don't love tomatoes. No. Tomato sauce is fine. You don't like the whole tomatoes. Oh, my gosh. So any pizza that you don't want, you just slide on over here to Golden Corral, big guy. Yeah, I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll be frothing at the mouth to, to take a bite, won't you? You know what, pal? Yesterday, I ate maybe 500 calories. And then it was a really good day yesterday. So I had a beer. So I probably put down like 700 calories. I also spent an hour on the elliptical. Why did you only eat 500 calories? I'm trying to get to not be Golden Corrali. Oh, man. I mean, one day is not going to hurt you. Or one day is not going to fix you either. No, you got to start. You got to start somewhere, and that so was my way gonna, of starting. So you're going to start yesterday, but you're going to have some pizza that I don't want today. Well, it'll make up for yesterday. It'll oh. even out. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, 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 oh. Well, really, the dieting, the life change, me getting back into shape or into shape. Can't really start until Monday anyway. Right. Because we are going to do it up on Sunday for the Super Bowl. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? I have no idea. Okay. I think my parents might come over. Nice. I I got to be locked into the game because we got to do a show. And I got the baby. I got Nora. My parents got to come over. They think they're coming over to watch the game. They're coming over watch to watch the kids. Yes. Little JPJ action on Nora for my mom, and then maybe my dad can do a little Fiona action. <laughs> Lock down on the other side with my wife with the Levi zone coverage Wallace? over top. Yeah, because you can't. I can't leave my dad. I can't leave Levi Wallace one on one. No, no, no. He's more Patrick Peter. He's a savvy vet. Oh, he Patrick is a savvy Pat- vet. Yeah, Patrick Peter. Mm-hmm. Diaper rash, no problem. Mark Crowley's here. Take care of that. We'll get into some of our Super Bowl plans more in depth later on and the spreads and all that fun Super Bowl conversation. So delighted that Cam Hayward won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award yesterday. What he has meant to this community is you can't really even state the impact. My, and you've had great conversations with Cam. In fact, you texted him. We're going to try to get him on the show today. We'll see. Mm-hmm. He's in Vegas. Right. Time difference going to make that tough. But efforting, efforting Cam Hayward. My relationship with Cam isn't one that he would even acknowledge probably, but... I was in the Steelers locker room a lot really before I did this job. Every single game, win, loss, whether or not he had a profound impact or if, God forbid, he did something silly or the defense didn't play well, would always stand up and be there. Always took it. So when you talk about the great line of Steelers leaders, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, they might have been lacking that overall last year and in recent years. They were never lacking it from that guy. That guy has carried over Steelers tradition from generation to generation and is a wonderful man because of that, but his impact on the community, so well-deserved. Whenever, whenever you're uh, you know, a, a, a young boy, you're usually uh, your father is your role model. And uh, in Camp's case, uh, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that his father was yeah. his role model growing up and knowing what his dad did previously in college at the University of Pittsburgh and for him to get the opportunity to be drafted by Pittsburgh a place that he's familiar with a place that uh, you know his dad went to school um, and how much Pitt you know meant to his dad and and his dad meant to Pitt um, I think that he took it upon himself to be like you know what I am going to do everything I can possibly do uh, in the community in the city of Pittsburgh to uh, to to show how much it's worth and show my worth to this city. And and we talk about storybooks of Ron Cook. I mean, that is a storybook life right there too, you know, to play in the city that your dad played for. Your dad was regarded as his one of the His brother's on the team his, now. Then his brother gets drafted. Um, it, it, it's very personal with Cam, and you could tell. 
it's very it's a very personal and that's not to say that if he got drafted by uh, you know, by the Chicago Bears, that he wouldn't do the same. He would have made big impact there. Big impact there, but there's there. It's personal here, and he means so much to the city. Um, and we are very fortunate to have him uh, a, a part of this city for how many years he's been here. And um, I, I like like you said, I see it firsthand. You know, year in and year out with uh, the Hayward Foundation and uh, the softball game, and just. You know, us being around the same age, we kind of think the same a little bit. We have the same, you know, just views and things of that nature. And, um, you know, you could only uh, uh, credit and give him, uh, you know, just a, a lot of respect for the things that he does outside of football. Yes. I mean, the effort, that, House. the effort he gives on the field is the same effort he gives off the field. And that's hard to do, too. But uh, it's definitely personal with him. And this is a long time coming, uh, about time that he gets a, this award and – just very, very happy for him and Charlotte, his mother, and his brother, and, and his two brothers as well. So, uh, very deserving. How about Connor Hayward catching his first touchdown in Atlanta where I mean, Iron had played? Crazy. So cool. And the Penguins might be playing Marc-Andre Fleury tonight. And there are two guys, I, I say, without any shadow of a doubt, in my limited interaction, though they be with those guys, Marc-Andre Fleury, the real thing. As nice of a man as you're ever going to meet within sports. And Cam Hayward is nice of a man as you're going to meet within sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, just two genuine human beings who play sports for a living, who don't let that turn them into what it could turn them into, yeah. especially when you're talking about Hall of Fame adjacent kind of players. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I know. Go to my head. Right. <laughs> I will say it got my mind spinning last night, though, with T.J. Watt getting snubbed for the DPOY award, and I'm watching NFL Network out of the corner of my eye right now, for... Cam Hayward to get honored, deservingly so, for that award. Man, the Steelers got to win playoff games for this fan base because we waited a long time. They got to do it for me. I want to watch the damn team win a playoff game. They need to win a playoff game with those guys. At very least, for God's sake, Cam Hayward. He's played in one playoff win for the Steelers. One T.J. Watt has played in three playoff games for the Steelers. They need to win, yeah. and they're part of it, obviously. But they need to win playoff games for those guys. For them, as good as they are as players, and for sure as good as Cam Hayward is as a guy, and I've heard similar nice things about T.J. Watt, they are going to always be remembered as great players. In this town, though... You need to win. This team, this organization needs to win for those guys, man. Cam Hayward's the last of a dying breed, too. And we had a, this discussion. I don't, I don't know. It might have been whenever you were out. But Cam Hayward being, um, you know, he probably had opportunities to get a contract somewhere else. And, you know, not winning for the first, what, five, six years of his career and seeing where it was at. But obviously playing with Ben and thinking that you can win. But he had opportunities probably to go somewhere else and to sign with a different team, a contender. Um and knowing that, you know, it, it means a lot for him to stay with Pittsburgh and even the case now, um, he's the last of a dying breed because players will jump ship as, as fast oh, as no possible. Oh, no doubt. Look at college. Yeah. It's just the way now that it goes. Mm-hmm. It, it, when when you are in college and things don't go your way now, you can leave. And I'm not begrudging players necessarily for that, but that's just the reality of the situation. That bleeds over into the NFL. And, hey, I'm never going to begrudge anybody who wants to – chase their nut right I mean who wants to make as much money as possible 
what what crushes me now is how close are they? Not close. No. Not close. Look at KC. Mm-hmm. Look at what happened against Buffalo. Lamar Jackson won the MVP last night. That guy's in your division. Say what you will about him not being able to win playoff games and not having success against the Steelers. You still got to win more games than them to win the division. He can make that really hard. Joe Burrow was out this year. Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. And you're going into next season thinking, what, that you're going to contend because you hired Zach Azani, his wide receivers coach, and Tom Arthur? And I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage these fine, I'm sure, gentlemen, but, like, that's what you're doing? I mean, look look at the players and, and the people that won these awards last night. Like you said, Lamar Jackson, Kevin Stefanski was coach of the year. He's in your division. <laughs> Those two are in your in your division. Joe Flacco, he was comeback player of the year. Don't know what his situation is going to be like. but He, he might was in start the division. season he next might. year. You don't know. Assistant coach of the year, Jim Schwartz. He's in your division. Obviously, Miles Garrett. C.J. Stroud is in the in your conference. Will Anderson is in your conference. It's, 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 it's going to be tough. And half of these players are young players. It's going to be tough for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is there light at the end of the tunnel? There always is. There's always a little glimmer. But not whenever you're running out of time. And Cam Hayward and even T.J. Watt to some extent. It gets late early, man. It does. It does. And I don't see I don't see a path to where they can knock most of these people off. And then, obviously, there's people out there that didn't even win awards that are still right there. Well, think about think – about- what it looks like if they make the playoffs next year. Just bear with me for a second. You're not going to be the favorite to win the AFC North. You might be the fourth slotted team coming into the year. You really might be. Because look at what the Browns just did with five quarterbacks, and they're hoping to get a talent, at least a prodigious talent, back at quarterback next year. Joe Burrow coming back. Lamar Jackson MVP. If you make the playoffs, it's going to be as a wild card, which means what? You've got a date with those superpowers. They're no closer to beating one of those teams now, I don't think, than they were at the end of Ben's final year. What did it look like? Ben's team got crushed. This team got crushed less, but they still lost by two scores. It breaks me up for Cam. It really does. TJ, it hurts. There's still more meat probably on the bone there, but Cam is in the back nine of the back nine, mm-hmm. and they're nowhere closer. We'll see what the draft yields. We'll see if they are aggressive, but... That sucks. It does. But congratulations to him yeah. on all his well-deserved success. At the end of the day, it does suck, but Cam has knows that uh, whenever the time is up, he's left his mark, and, and that's what can all, that's all you can ask for mm-hmm. is, like, did I leave my mark? And Cam Hayward, whenever you bring his name up in you know, 20 years from now, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Cam Hayward. Made his mark. Yeah. It's the sixth time that he's been nominated by the yes, Steelers. So. I wonder if his podcast and the recognition that it gets maybe helped just get more notoriety around Cam Hayward. It's a good question. I don't know. I know that any one of those six years, whoever won was deserving. Cam Hayward just as deserving. Right. Yeah. I mean, anybody who wins that award. It's, it's, yeah. That's not like a, that's not the defensive player of the year type like conversation. Right. Whoever wins it has done, and whoever is nominated did really, really good work yes. in the community. It yes. feels like it's about time for it's Cam, a, though. It's a, it's yeah. a, Finally. Yeah. It's a 32 person award, really, at mm-hmm. the end of the day. I agree with that. Yeah. So T.J. Watt did get spurned. Cam Hayward gets what he's had coming to him in a good way for a long time. Another guy with Pittsburgh ties, I think, probably got spurned last night, too. We'll get into that coming up next.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Steelers news to get to at 7 o'clock. Super Bowl conversation all morning long here on the Fan Morning Show. I don't know why I did that. All morning long. It felt very radio guy. Yes. Tease ahead. But a guy got snubbed last night in the NFL awards, I think, Doran. I, I believe you'll agree with me. We haven't even talked about this yet. Joe Flacco wins the Comeback Player of the Year award. Deserving. He came back from sucking. That's what happened to Francisco Liriano a couple of times. Mm. I, I've always found that that award can mean that. Oh, you had a bad year, so you have a good year, and then you're the Comeback Player of the Year award winner. And congratulations to Joe Flacco. I'm saying this, and I, I need it to be, I need it to land on people's ears the correct way. Because I'm not sensationalizing. This is very serious. I saw a Pony tweet out last night that DeMar Hamlin nearly died. No, he died. He died and was revived. Yep. I don't care how many games he starts. I don't care how many games he gets a helmet. Him coming back. Him going through training camp. Him going through the preseason. Him practicing every week. For him to decide, because there's a decision there. Yes, there is. To come back and play football when the game he loves killed him. He needed to win the award. He needed to win the award. And I think it's criminal, in fact, that he didn't. Joe Flacco, any other year? Fine. Fine. Nice season, Joe. From nowhere. Great. DeMar Hamlin should have won the award 
the moment he decided to come back and play football. Yeah, as soon as he put the helmet on the first time. I mean, I mean, just the mental obstacle that he probably went through to know that he is going to put himself back in the situation where um, you didn't know if, he didn't know if he was going to wake up again. You know, it, and and we all and we all witnessed it too. Like that's right. the thing. Like it it wasn't it didn't happen in practice. It didn't happen in OTAs. It didn't happen whenever he was working out. You know, we were witnessing that game. A lot of eyes were on national that football, TV, national football, national TV game, and we all witnessed what happened there. And for us to witness that, and I mean, I, I, awards, okay. Like, I mean, in his mind, you know, he's just happy to breathe again, probably. So him not winning the award, I'm sure it affects us more than it affects him at this point. You're probably right. You know, he proved to himself that he can go back and play and run and get hit and do the things and put himself right back in that situation that almost ended his life. Um, but to to be able to come back after that, something that we've never witnessed before uh, in play is remarkable. But, you know, the award, I, I can see where they gave it to Joe Flacco. I can. Yeah, I can see sure. It. I can see it, but let's uh, let's not forget that my man died on the field. We had a really good conversation with him on the air before the season. Summertime, I think it was. And he talked about, DeMar did, the impact that he now wants to have in his life moving forward. So you're probably right that he didn't need this accolade to know that he's making a difference. He was talking about an event that he had at Highmark Stadium where the Riverhounds play. And how many people were going to come show up to learn how to do CPR mm-hmm. because how crucial that is and how that saved his life. So he doesn't need it. I'm offended on his behalf. Yeah. But you're probably right about that. He's changed sports. I mean, even, um, you know, my kids playing baseball. It's And it was a rule before, but it was like, okay, like I didn't wash the shirt that had the, the chest pad on it. Like, okay, well, you're just not going to wear it today uh, for my kids. Oh, it's dirty. So, you know, go, go, go to practice, go play. Now – you have to wear that. Mm-hmm. You have to wear that, you know, and that's kind of where it all started. You know, young kids, youth baseball players getting hit in the chest, hit there. Um, but now he's changed sports. He's changed uh, awareness around, you know, CPR and things of that nature. You know, he's off to bigger and better things whenever he is done playing football. So even though he didn't win this award, he's won the ultimate award, and that is uh, changing the, the, the course of a lot of different things in life. No doubt about it, and I am not saying this in any way, again, to use the word, to be disparaging. You know, you got the pink awareness, the prostate awareness, Major League Baseball in the NFL, and you want to get your prostate checked, and you want to make sure you're going to the doctor. Like, that's important awareness, but people know. People know. Cancer, bad. Can we find ways to channel money to, to fund more research? All important. Jimmy V stuff, all important. This is something that raised awareness in a way that's different than that because you just brought it up. Those numbers are actually fairly staggering for kids who have suffered and been killed playing youth sports. It happens more in youth than in anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. It's not just the the CPR training that he's so passionate about. It's also raising awareness. Hey, this does happen. It happened once in an NFL world where everyone could see it. But this happens on a local level fairly frequently yes so good for him Uh, I wish he would have won the award but you're right the impact that he's made goes far beyond that that's an emotional segment right there Doran Dickerson we've had a couple today already coming off of the Ron Cook we haven't even gotten through I mean it's been an hour 
uh, right to the minute, an hour, and we've gotten emotional like three times. Cam and, Hayward, Ron Cook, now DeMar Hamlin, geez. You had to consider eating full tomatoes on pizza, which yeah, I know not, was emotionally not, difficult for you. I'm not doing that. So you know, I'm fat now, which yeah, is emotionally difficult fat. on me. Yeah, so don't like emotionally stress eat. <laughs> a couple more NFL awards I wanted to get to. And another Steeler won a not-so-prestigious but should-be-prestigious award. Fan Morning Show Twitter poll, a complicated one. Who wins on Sunday? Chiefs? Niners? 70% of the voters so far, Doran, saying the Chiefs. I think that's almost the consensus, but it's weird because San Francisco's favored. Slightly. But San Fran the favorite in this game. 70% of people say they think the Chiefs are going to win. Isn't this the third game that the Chiefs are dogs? In the playoffs? Weren't they dogs against Buffalo? They were dogs against the Ravens, and they were dogs against the 49ers, right? I couldn't tell you. I think so. My paternity leave, I was blinders up. And I think it was, it was every time it was two and a half points. And I now believe. it's down to one and a half. Now it's down to one mm-hmm. and a half. Fan Morning Show Twitter poll brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement, TrustPJ.com. And the 15-minute mark on the fan is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. So, Najee Harris won an award last night, Doran. It's a new one, right? The Angry Runs of the Year. Angry Runs with Kyle Brandt. Mm-hmm. Who, if I had a media man crush, uh, it's Kyle Brandt. No offense to you, Doran. You're number two. Nice. It's a distant It's a distant second, though, buddy. Kyle Brandt, I love that guy. Why? I think he's just excellent at television. Oh. And he's what that show needs because it's variety, it's entertainment mixed in with football. It's what you need in the mornings. Love that guy. Mm -hmm. So he hands out the award. Najee Harris won it. And that got me to thinking too. Because here we come with a decision on Najee Harris, a fifth-year option now that he's completed his third season in the NFL. He's a one-time pro bowler, which means if the Steelers decide to pick up that option, it's $8.425 million. I've always been out on that. Until now. You've hired Arthur Smith. You want to ground and pound. I think he's better as part of sort of a one-two punch. His numbers would reflect that in terms of yards per carry. Him and Jalen Warren work really well together. I don't know if Najee were to not have his option picked up and he would leave after year four if Jalen Warren could be a guy that carries the load Mm -hmm. for 20 carries, 25 carries a game. I don't know that. 8.4 million really isn't that much. I think I'd pick it up. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he is your bell cow, and uh, you, you said it right right there. I, I think Thank that you. they work so well together, um, and they can just get better. And what Arthur Smith wants to do, I think that that's what persuaded him to really take this job, even though Arthur Smith did have other options. He knew that he had a stable at running back, and that's what he wants to do. And I think, I mean, Najee Harris, like, whatever people think about him, I mean, my man has rushed for 1,000 yards in every season he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that is, that's nothing to scoff at. He's also had, I think he's had, what, five 100-yard games or seven? Most of them have come in December and January. Right. He gets better throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you get to the, you know, the, the end of November-ish to December, that's whenever he's playing his best football. Snow that, tires. That's what you need. That's what you need for, for a guy like that. So, you know, I, I'm all on board with Najee Harris being, uh, get his option getting picked up and being the running back that uh, is going to – uh, be the running back for the Steelers, well, and then alongside, obviously, another running back. Yeah, and people say you know running backs are a dime a dozen, and I've said in the past, I'd rather pay 
you know, 60% of his salary and still get most of the return in terms of the statistics. But the more I think about it, when you look at $8.4 bucks, I, I, I try to take position out of it and I think, okay, what's the impact here? What are you trying to be? And if you're trying to be that ground and pound team, $8.4 million to have the centerpiece of that isn't all that much. And people would argue, well, what are you going to miss out then in free agency when you're paying that kind of money to a running back? How about, for once, you, you don't go out there and you pay the special teams ace? Like, you you can pay minimum for that guy. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a rookie turn into that guy and you coach that guy. And they have faith in Danny Smith. So, Danny Smith, create those guys. You don't need to go out there and pay T.J. Watt's brother to do something like that. Right. Like, if you save, let's say, two and a half million bucks on a Gunnar Olszewski, that's even a better example, or two, two, five million, whatever it was, you don't pay that. You really, you think about it, you're paying six and change for Najee Harris. I, I just, I think we get bogged down with running back, and I know I've got bogged down with running back. What do you want to be? How do you desire to get there? Is $8.4 million worth it? I'd say probably yes. 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 Instead, especially in this scenario with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yes. More on the NFL awards. Coming up next, but Steelers news, Steelers staff news. How much can you really make about these kind of moves? How much should we make about these kind of moves? We'll talk about it coming up next. But first, I'll tell you about fan weather, which is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 